All right, into the Triangle Podcast here on Couch Guys Sports on iTunes. Rate and resubscribe on Twitter, of course. Um, Instagram, follow Couch Guys Sports in general. Uh, for all the written content for the network, for, check out the merch store. Again, making changes, almost done. So I'm going to flip that live soon. Um, finally get Al's free t-shirt he's been begging me for. Um, Al, Liam, what's up, guys? The, the crew's back together. It's been a while since all three of us have been actually on Into the Triangle Podcast episode. I think it's been like three, four weeks. That's too long. I miss you guys. Al, you're the constant. Jared and I have kind of been playing peekaboo. Yeah. Hey, peekaboo can be fun depending on the situation. Podcast peekaboo. Podcast peekaboo. <laughs> Liam looking fresh with the haircut going on. Yep. Get trimmed mm-hmm. up. Big things coming. Had to get a Big things coming for Liam. Got it. Got it. And he's got a Patriots flag in his back right now because the Patriots are three and zero. Red Sox are pretty much irrelevant in this town, but we still have something to talk about because Al. Liam, the Red Sox did fire Dave Dombrowski. We talked about this. Um, who's going to replace them? Who the fuck knows? Uh, internally, they initially handed him off to four people. Again, how the hell is that going to work? Um, Core apparently has a job safe, but we never really talked about this option. And you know what? It makes all the sense in the world. It's Theo Epstein. Um, if the name sounds familiar, it should. This is the guy that ran the Red Sox and broke a curse here. Um, and the only reason why he left is because Larry Lucchino's a dick and couldn't keep his hands out of the cookie jar and force Steve Epstein to leave. Um, yeah, bad, bad Larry, bad Larry. Um, he broke two curses. Hey, remember, he broke two curses, not just the Red Sox, but the Cubs too. He then, he then left, broke another curse, hands down in my eyes, the best GM ever, ever. Um, now, there are reports out that, and he came out and said a statement saying they, not, these rumors aren't true, that he wants to come back to the Red Sox. Um, he's committed to, to making the Cubs work and, and working with Joe, is and Joe Madden to, you know, make that effort and make the team back to the playoffs because the Cubs aren't making the playoffs either, guys. That's a pretty big failure in my eyes because they're on paper pretty damn good and they have the same record as the Red Sox. They're not making the playoffs either. One, I don't really believe him in this statement now because there are reports out there that Joe Madden might be fired. Um, and if that's the case, why would you keep Theo? Right. You know, so, um, there's one big thing that might get Theo to come to the Red Sox and it's giving him a stake in ownership. I think we've all heard that jumping around a little bit since this rumors come up, but Al, I want two things from you. One realistic chance that this even happens. I, I even if Theo hasn't said, hasn't said it specifically, cause he said he isn't coming, but like, who knows chances this actually happens. And would you want Theo Epstein back? managing and running the Red Sox and potentially having a stake in ownership because that might be what it takes. Chances that he actually comes back, I think, are very slim. I think they're about 5 to 10% chance, unfortunately, because I got an inside source that literally just DM'd me on Twitter and said that there's a report from Rod, Rob Bradford that said that Epstein told the media on a road trip to Pittsburgh that he was staying put in Chicago. So that pretty much is going to put that to bed unless that's just one side of the story. We don't know... Theo can change his mind. We don't know what's going to happen. Al's tingly, tingly triangle sources. They're not spidey senses. They're triangle senses. Tingly. I'll end your tingles. But anyways, so slim chance it actually happens. Do I want it to happen? Absolutely. Jared, what's the one thing that Theo Epstein did really well when he was with the Red Sox? Build the farm system. Yes. Build the, build the farm system. Drafted players well. They were like the number one farm system in baseball, Al, for like almost his entire time here, weren't they? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. The thing is, we all know what this Red Sox team, what Dave Dombrowski did. He depleted the farm system. That was his MO. That was his reputation. And whatever. We got a World Series out of it. But now you have a lot of moving parts that could be happening this offseason. Mookie Betts could be gone. 
J.D. Martinez could be done. You have other guys like, you know, blue guys like Brock Hope that could be leaving. Rick Porcello is pitching tonight against the Red Sox. This could be his last start in a Red Sox uniform. So the point I'm trying to make is if you bring Epstein in somehow, some way, at least you have a chance at re-solidifying that farm system so that the Red Sox can be good in five to ten years and they're not just good now. Obviously, we know they had a bad season this year, but on paper, talent-wise, they are one of the best teams in the MLB. I don't care what anybody else says. There are really, in my eyes, Al, three options here um, for who could take over this game. It's Theo Epstein. Again, probably the most unrealistic option, but I would love for it to happen. Um, the other external option, really the only other external option in my eyes, Billy Bean. Um, I know that's been floated around forever, and obviously he's been with the A's forever. Um, I would I would not mind that at all. I, I would, would love Billy Bean to come here. He, ne- he never got the chance to do it in the first place. That's how Theo ended up becoming GM, right? Um, I would love to see what Billy Bean could do with a big market budget. We know he has the ability to get the most out of the players on, their, on the roster that he builds. He knows his way how to, how to penny pinch, and the Red Sox love to stay under that damn luxury tax. So you know what? He might be a really good guy to know how to do that. But having a bigger paycheck, because Theo, Theo's one big issue is he doesn't handle free agent signings well. Um, never has, probably never will. Right now, we don't really need that as much, right? We're looking to build that farm system. Again, trading Mookie Betts might be the quick fix here. But Billy Bean might be the other external option I'm okay with. If they stay internal, which, Al, I think this is like 80% chance of what they do. I think I know who you're going to say. It's got to be that. Yeah. He's been in the system. He knows what you guys want. Um, he did work under Dombrowski, but he also has been around and he understands what this team needs. People know him around the organization. Cora likes him. Um, and that relationship's huge because they say they're going to keep Cora. So you need a guy who's going to trust Cora and Eddie Romero will do that. People are touting Eddie Romero as like the next big thing. Um, like I know the next Theo Epstein's been floating around there. I think that's a little strong for anybody because again, Theo Epstein's probably the best GM to ever do it. But having that even floated around means he's probably doing something right. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend now that I have any idea what happens behind closed doors and baseball operations meetings in those conference rooms. They probably know they're twiddling their thumbs, making like towers of cards and not doing anything. But I think he's probably the best option internally outside of going somewhere else um, that they, they can have. And that knows this organization well, knows what they need and probably can get it done the quickest. So I have one question for you, Jared and Liam, feel free to chime in on this too, about Billy Bean. Let's just say hypothetically, somehow, someway, Billy Bean becomes president of baseball operations for the Boston Red Sox. Do you think that Billy Bean could be overwhelmed by the amount of money that he actually has to work with and could actually screw up a couple signings? Or do you think that he'll actually handle it responsibly and do as well as you guys, as well as you're claiming that he could do if he did have that big market budget? Liam, go ahead. It's tough to say because it's a high-pressure position. Um, It's a lot different from Oakland, that's for sure. Uh, but I'd like to think he'd be able to adjust to it, uh, especially a guy of his caliber. You know he's seen offers. You know he's thought about working with bigger teams, bigger organizations. So I th- I think he's got a couple tricks up his sleeve that could surprise us. But you are correct in bringing up the point. He isn't really proven with a big market team like this. Al, I have one question for you before I answer. I Is- hate your questions. You love my questions. No, I don't. Uh, it's a pretty easy question. It's 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 part. Of, it's for me to help with the hypothetical here. If you're setting the stage here, I want to add to this hypothetical. Okay. Is Eddie Romero still here if they hire Billy Bean? In this, yes or no? Just in your hypothetical, would he be here or no? If I'm answering this question. No. 
then absolutely not. I don't trust Billy Bean. Um, I think Eddie Romero is here. I think he's here either way. Uh, but if, if he's not here, like say they hire Billy Bean, Eddie Romero gets a job somewhere else because he is highly touted. One, you better bet you're wrong. You better hope you're right and he doesn't do well somewhere else. But that aside, if he's gone and Billy Bean comes in and fails, I think Eddie Romero is a really good opportunity to sit here. He knows what it's like to spend big money um, and, and, it's, and really just bring in good talent off the market. Uh, Billy Bean has never handled that. Romero can kind of guide him in the right way while still having Billy Bean's veteran leadership and, and having that experience. Um, if he's not there, I don't th- I think Billy Bean goes, oh my God, those are a lot more zeros than I'm used to. What do I do? Uh, Chris Dale, you want more money? Oh, okay. Uh, David Price, here's, you should throw a righty. If you throw a righty, I'll give you more money. That's money ball. You, you, you probably throw a better righty than you do lefty. Let's, um, let's do that, okay? I, I don't think, I trust Billy Bean. If, I, I think Billy Bean will be a good at it, but I think he needs people around him who have been in a big market who knows what this team needs to be able to do that. Um, so I think Eddie Romero needs to be here either way. Um, I'd probably prefer him just to get the job, but I, I think Billy Bean's the most intriguing realistic option. Um, again, Theo, I think it's a pipe dream at this point. So basically you think that Billy Bean can't do it by himself. He needs people around him to make sure it goes right. Is that essentially what I'm getting at? In a big market, yes. Okay. And I think that's partially um, why they might have hesitated because they could have I, – I never heard any reports when, when Theo was gone and when Sherrington was gone, right? You had Sherrington in between who was terrible at his job. Um, before Dombrowski came up, you never heard of re- reports of them going back to Billy Bean. They loved Billy Bean. Before they hired the, before they hired Theo, like that was their guy. We know the story. They turned, he turned them down. Um, they, they loved. Him. Why didn't they go back? Why didn't they try again? That's my big question. What was it that kept them? I don't think Dave Dombrowski is that good of a GM. All he did, all he did for the Red Sox was pay them a boatload of money. He used John Henry's money to pay Chris Sale, pay David. Brown. Like that's all he did. So, what? kept them and what was the thing that maybe didn't go hey Theo's gone like we need a guy like Sherrington was terrible like Billy Bean we'd love to have you you still haven't had success in Oakland like now some time to spend some real money what kept them from doing that you know what's funny is I really don't know it's intriguing to think about because they went with Dave Dombrowski in that situation knowing that a couple years down the line they were going to be a crappy bullpen they were going to deplete their farm system and they had a chance at winning a world series title, which they did. And obviously we're thankful for that, but I see what you're saying because I'm sort of thinking about now, it's sort of the, the wheels are turning in my head. It's like, why didn't they ask Billy Bean? You know, why didn't they ask him again to just come take this team, have a chance to be with a big market ball club where you can sign the coveted free agents. And it's a realistic option. I'm like Oakland, you know, if you have a big star, he's going to leave because you can't pay him. Yep. It's intriguing to me. Um, I, again, I think, I think Eddie, it's Eddie Romero's job to lose. Um, I think they'll bring in external candidates. I would love for them to pick up the phone for Billy Bean. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, I hesitate because again, if they picked up the phone, <clears throat> excuse me, for Billy Bean, we would have heard about it, right, Al? Like we would have known that Billy Bean was back on the table went before they hired Dombrowski. And I don't think I saw a whisper of that. I don't think you did either, Al. Like there was nothing out there that we would have thought, oh, they looked into Billy Bean again. That's weird. You know, like there's nothing. So my guess is they're kind of over that love affair. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what is really keeping this team from actually going after a guy like Billy Bean with his track record of doing what he's done in Oakland. I mean, 
What he has done in Oakland is pretty remarkable, considering they have, I think, the second lowest payroll in the MLB. So, or at least bottom three. They're at least bottom three in the league. So there's something that's holding them back. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but they offered him a contract before, and then he, he turned it down, I'm pretty After sure. the first time. Billy Bean, yeah, he said no. Yeah, Billy Bean said no. So maybe the Red Sox, maybe they're, I hate to say this, but maybe they're petty. Maybe they don't want to offer him a contract because they know he yes. turned it down the first time. So what would, what would make him accept it this Ugh. time? I know, it sounds gross, Ugh. but... No, it's the truth. Though. I wouldn't put it past John Henry. And like, y- you know my feelings. And it's, this ownership overall, they, they're a lot more successful than the previous ownership. Like, great. Like, there's no hesitation for me there. Yeah. Staying with that, I do have a question for you. And this was a topic conversation that came up on the other website that I write for. Should John Henry sell this team right now? If I had my way? Realistically. Like, I mean, I would have. I wish he would have sold it like three years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's done everything he probably wanted to do when he bought the team. Um, I think he's ventured out, right? You know, Liverpool's a thing, and Liverpool's widely successful. Um, it's gross. And again, I, I like the Premier League. I'm not a big Liverpool guy, but they're successful. Their team's phenomenal. They're at the top of the table right now over there playing football. Um, look, this might be a time for Henry to step away. He has too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, you look at the globe. Like he controls the media. He, people just criticize John Henry. And like, again, I, I think he's done great things. And you know what? I fear the day he sells the team because I think that's the day that we finally get a new Fenway park, a new ballpark. Um, but I think it might be time. Why? What do you think? What was your answer there? Well, what's the one thing that John Henry is not? What is the one thing that he cannot be classified as? Well, baseball guy. A baseball guy. Exactly. He is not never a been a baseball guy. guy. So that was always Larry's. Never, never has been. You know what? You're getting older. Clearly, there's disinterest there now. Sell the team to someone that actually gives a crap about this team and gives a crap about this city and give Red Sox fans a respectable owner, GM, everything that actually will take time to make this organization the best it can possibly be. Okay. Last topic. Because... I can talk about Henry. We wanting Henry to quit for the rest of the night. Um, we know the Red Sox season's over in a couple of days here. Playoffs are ramping up. Nationals made the playoffs recently without Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's not going to be in the playoffs. Love that storyline. Uh, Cubbies aren't going to be in the playoffs. It's heating up. Uh, AL wild cards are gonna be, uh, is up for grabs and it's going to probably take the whole season to figure that out. Um, Red Sox are on to 2020. There's some interesting storylines, right? To end the season, Erod looking for that 20th win. Um, Luckily, got 19. He let up like seven runs. Um, Mookie Betts maybe playing his last games in a Red Sox uniform. Uh, blanking on the name. Um, Mitch Moreland, he's playing his last games in a Red Sox uniform. He won't be back next year. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts. Is next year? Question mark for you out here. Um, and I actually just talked about this with uh, Connor Strayer on Couch Guy Sports Podcast too. Um, and it's an intriguing question I like to ask now because it's that time. Is 2020 going to be a bridge year? Um, whoever they bring in, whatever GM they they go with, um, say it's say it's internal. Say it's Eddie Romero. Just the most realistic option for this scenario. I think Are it depends. On- sacrifice wins next year. Can they consider? Can they actually be considered a legit World Series title contender again in 2020? Despite what happened this year and the needs they have on this team. 
I think it all depends on what happens with Mookie and JD. If JD opts in, then obviously you have something going there. You still have a pretty good core in your lineup. If Mookie gets traded, then you sh- maybe should consider it. It, it. It's tough to say because if both of them leave, then yes, absolutely. Trade as a bridge year, get a high draft pick, do whatever you have to do, you know, develop a farm system, whatever. That's fine. It shouldn't have to be that way, but it lo- it's looking like it is. If you miraculously keep both of them, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if you miraculously can keep both of them in the fold, then you go for the World Series next year. You go for it again. I've been on well-documented here that I think Mookie Betts should be traded. Um, I know it's one year left. They're probably not going to get as much as they, if they trade him, say, this year. But you know what? I think he's the quick fix to help replenish some high-level prospects in your farm system and maybe even get you an arm that you can use next year. Um, I think that's the probably the easiest win. I don't think you can afford to lose both JD and Mookie. I think you have to figure out a way to keep one or the other. So if JD opts out and says, no, I'm going to get more money somewhere else, you pay Mookie. You figure it out. You keep Mookie bets. You, you give him what he wants, and you, can't, you cannot lose both of them. I keep JD over Mookie bets because of the fact that he's so valued off the court, off the field too, excuse me. Like he, he supposedly talked to Evers how to hit. He, everyone's raves by his teachings and how he takes his approach to the game. All I ask if you keep J.D. Martinez is you burn his baseball mitt and never give him a new one because he should not be in the field anymore. Other than that, you keep J.D. Martinez. Him and Devers can be a cog in the middle of your lineup forever. Uh, you have Xander Bogart still. You can figure out who's going to hit leadoff. Maybe Benny figures it out and can hit leadoff again. Whoever you want to do it, you're going to have some moving pieces. I just don't think you can afford to keep both of them or lose both of them if you don't want next year to be a bridge year. You can't replace 30 and 100. You can't do it. Not with this free agent class that's coming out. No. Unless you make a trade, and I've mentioned this possibility before, if you trade for a guy like Jose Abreu, who not only solves your power issue, which would be obviously an issue if JD leaves, but he solves your first base issue with Moreland and Pierce more than likely gone away from the Red Sox for the rest of their careers. It's really intriguing this offseason. And, and we'll be with you guys. You know, we're going to have new episodes. We're going to be on the offseason. We're going we're gonna to talk the news. We're going to be on all playoffs because you know what? Me and Al are going to watch playoff baseball because we're playoff junkies. So we're going to. Who's your team? Oh, ride or die Milwaukee Brewers. Let's do it. Oh, this could be fun. I'm going to go with the Braves. The Braves are a lot of fun this year to watch. Ride or die Milwaukee Brewers. I am like, Jared Carabas has me hyped up. I, I was about to say, all right, Carabas, let's chill out over there. And. It's unfortunate that Yelich got hurt because tech dude's fun to watch play baseball. Uh, but I am my national league team would be the Brewers. Um, if I had to pick an American League team, I actually want the Twinkies. I want to see the Twins move around a little bit. Now, see for me in the American League, I would want the Rays because the Rays are the underdogs. They have the pitching, and they've somehow made it work with Kevin Cash running the show. So you know what? I am all in on the Rays if they actually can make it out of the wild card game and then out of the ALDS. Give me the Twinkies, baby. Twinkies, Brewers, World Series. That's it right here. Um, no. Twinkies are getting knocked out the first round. Let's That's not true. That's not happening. They're a good team. Oh, 100% baseball. happening. They're a great baseball we, team. We might even have a guest next week, Jared, potentially. Yep. You very well could. Yep. Uh, was asking about the Twinkies or her about the Twinkies, depending on, you know, no preference here. <laughs> I like Twinkies on the side, right, too. Great snack. Um, oh, fattening. No, I no, no, bet, no. I'll bet you 10 Twinkies that the Twinkies get out of the first round. Oh, let's put money on it. Be a man. Put some money on it. I can slide a couple hundreds in the Twinkies if you want. Like, uh, I mean, if, you, if I'm getting 100 bucks for the Twinkie, give it to me. I'll take <laughs> it. I, won't ask, I won't ask a second question. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Liam? 
Next you guys got most of it. What's up? The next week's going to be your last episode, pal. Yeah, it's, it's getting close. I'm getting nervous. But uh, I'll st- you guys will still feel my impact on the podcast. I'll I'll try my best to uh, work smarter, not harder, and still provide some content for this podcast. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to send Liam a bunch of stuff. Let's be real. Liam's going to – we're going to work around this. He might not be pressing the buttons, making us sound beautiful here, but I'll be working Liam's magic still. We'll figure it out. Into the triangle's number one uh, – Number one listener, he said last week when you weren't here, Jared. That's what he's going to be. Yep. Number one listener. I appreciate Twelfth man. He's going to be the number one listener, and he's still going to be the number one producer because we're going to figure this out. Uh, all right. Until <laughs> we'll next see. Week, we may or may not have something special planned for Liam. He'll find out next week. <laughs> Jared here, Al there. Might have a guest next week, too. Just stay tuned. It's going to be a great episode next week. It's going to be the last, I guess you can call it, last regular season episode because it'll be the end of the regular season. So um, we'll recap everything. We'll cry. We'll laugh. We'll say goodbye to Liam. We'll, we'll mostly cry. We'll mostly cry. We have a text chain for the three of us, and there's been a lot of emojis and gifts going on this afternoon. So we're going to bring that to the show. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, Into the Triangle Podcast on the network, on iTunes, on the website. Check out the merch store. Don't go follow Al on Twitter. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Go Red Sox. Love is blind and you're